Hey y'all, welcome to Dear Dairy the Podcast, a space I created for us to heal, feel, laugh, and grow together. I want this to be a safe space to figure out this thing called life together. So join me on this journey. Your host, Daria Grace. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Dear Dear the Podcast. I'm your host, Daria Grace, and I'm back guys, for real this time. I I really want, wanted to take a mental break. I feel like I needed this time at the end of the year for myself to regroup, to figure things out. I just really need the time, and I felt like I wasn't putting enough effort into the podcast. Yes, I was recording and I wasn't being consistent anymore. So I'm here and I'm back and we're working on consistency and I'm here. (laughs) So I have a lot of things in store for you guys. I definitely want to bring more fun to the podcast. I think that it's important to go over self-care and self-help and things like that, motivational things. But I also think it's fun to just have some chit chat. We're going to do a lot of different chit chats if things are going on um, in social media or just different things happening. I kind of want to speak on it and we can just discuss and talk about it. So I haven't had a lot of things going on. I've really been using this time um, away from the podcast to basically get back into myself and learn who I am and what I want, especially for this podcast and in general. I've been back into therapy and that's been going very well for me. So I think everything is going up. So I'm super excited for this episode. As you can see, it is New Year, same goals because it's kind of like I really want to hit the nail on the head with my goals this year. So we're going to get into it. So with that being said, let's jump into the me, me, me. So for those who don't know, the Mimi Me is where I share my favorite song, book, anything I'm listening to of the week. Then I share a quote and then I go ahead and share my focus, goal, something that I'm working on that week. So the song of the week is Spin the Block by, let me spell out the name because I cannot pronounce it, R-A-A-H-I-I-M. And I think it's Rahim, but I didn't want to really butcher it. But that song has been on repeat. It's so smooth. It's really a vibe. Something else that I have in store for you guys is I'm going to start making music playlists. I think it'll be fun to put a playlist together for you guys to listen to of the songs of the week and in general, anything that I'm vibing with because I love music and I'm always finding really good songs. So just a little tangent. The quotes of the week is we are allowed to change. And I picked this quote because in the last few months I've changed a lot. And I say I changed for the better. So I think it's okay, like if you used to like these things, it's okay to not like those things anymore. It's okay to shift and pivot. So don't let anyone keep you in a box. It's okay to switch it up. For example, even the way your parents perceive you from when you were younger, totally different right now. But that's the way they perceive you and don't let other people's perceptions actually make you act those ways be yourself period and the focus of the week is continuing on this journey so i am recording this episode a little bit early so i am supposed to be starting a 75 self challenge and i really hope that i can really get into it i've already been into my fitness you know working out four times a week so i think it's really good now that i'm ready to challenge myself in the fitness category. So so for those who don't really know what the 75 soft challenge is, it is basically where you have a certain rules and you're supposed to follow those for 75 days. So me and my friend, we are going to do 30 days first and then we may or may not decide to go ahead and do the 75 hard. So some of the rules include workout for 45 minutes a day each day, um, 
only drink on social occasions, meaning like if not at home. So if you go on a birthday party or different things like that, you can drink, but you're not just drinking for leisure. Um, you got to read or listen to an audio book for 10 minutes a day. But those are some, some of the rules, but we are switching it up. Like we're putting our own amount of water, different things that will work for our, you know, life. So yeah, I'll keep you, I'll keep you guys updated on that um, in the weeks to come. So, but that's the me, me, me. Um, I post mine weekly and you can go, you guys can go ahead and share y'all's if y'all would like, but I want to go ahead and just jump into this episode because I've already kind of been talking a lot. So <laughs> I'm just happy to be back. So let's go ahead and get into it. Okay, so why did I decide to go ahead and name this episode New Year Same Goals? So I decided to name it New Year Same Goals because I feel like there's a lot of things that I did not accomplish last year that I still feel like is something that I resonate with now. So um, although I did, I did a lot of things and we're going to go over that, but there's a few things that I feel like, okay, let's revisit this, let's plan, and let's figure out how we can actually do these things. I'm coming through with a different mindset. I'm trying to look at things, be a little bit more Delulu, but I'm being self-aware. So I'm trying to figure out how I can get from point A to point B to point C to make sure I get all of my goals done, but give myself grace. I just feel like everything that I put on my vision board this year is super attainable. And I feel like if I just put in the work, no excuses and discipline, I'll be able to get there. So we're going to just dive right in. We're going to start just going over a few of my 2023 goals, a few that I actually accomplished. So I feel comfortable sharing and let's go ahead and jump into it. So looking back on 2023, I really felt like it taught me so much about myself emotionally. It taught me that the need I have for control is very, like, it's a lot. Like, the way that I feel like I have to control everything or little aspects of my life is something that I'm really working on because it's not realistic. I can't control everything and then things that I can't control, I tend to spiral and stress out. So I, I knew that I was a control freak, but this 2023 really showed me how big of a control freak I am. So I'm, I'm trying to figure out, okay, hey girl, do you need to react over these things? Do you really need to say something regarding that? So oh, baby steps, because that's something that I really am trying to work on. Another thing that um, 2023 has taught me is oh, it's okay to rest. I feel like I was the kind of person who feels like resting or watching TV or sitting around is quote unquote lazy. But when you're working a nine to five and you're at work all day and then you only have time for yourself a few hours a day and even on the weekends, we tend to feel bad for wanting to have that time for ourselves. But ultimately, I feel like Having time to yourself is important or you're going to kind of like burn out and spiral. So I think this at the end of the year, I was experiencing an extreme burnout because I was going hard, going hard, going hard. I was being hard on myself for not taking a break. I was being hard on myself for wanting to sit down and watch TV. So then when it hit October, boom, all I wanted to do was actually relax because my body was telling me, sit down. <laughs> like she was saying like, girl, like it's okay. So I've been learning to listen to myself. I've been learning to um just put myself first i am my main priority and i have to learn to say no i have there's a lot of things that i learned and i'm not even gonna go too much into it because i have a next week's episode is going to be 
25 things I learned before turning 25 and 2023 really had a lot of my lessons. I'm not gonna lie. Like a lot of my lessons and a lot of things I've learned were in 2023 because it's kind of like my brain, you know, is developing. Like I'm about to be fully developed and my, a lot of things just boom, clicked into place for me. And I'm like, okay, <sighs> relax. I'm only 24. I'm about to be 25. It's okay. Like relax. And that's what I've been trying to tell myself. Slow down. You have to slow down. If that's the only thing that you get out of this little rant, slow down. It's okay to do nothing. It's okay to rest. It's okay to really just sit with yourself and be like, okay, I don't feel the best right now mentally. I'm going to take that break. Oh, it's okay that I didn't really get to do XYZ this year, but hey, we got next year. So I just really wanted to say that I get that little rant because there's a lot of things that changed this year. There's a lot of things that made me basically who I am now. With that being said, I'm going to jump into a few things that I actually experienced, a few things that I actually got to do this year. So we're going to take this time to reflect on the past year. I'm going to share a few things that I actually accomplished and I feel really good about because 2023 was a year that I really just wanted to experience things and, you know, just live life. So Let's go ahead and jump into it. So one of the things I did get, I got a camera. I got it for my birthday. Um, it's one that's kind of like one of those little, it was viral on TikTok, the like little vlog camera. So I did get a camera. So I got to check that off my list. And if you're watching the visuals, I have it um, on here of things that I accomplished. So guys, one big thing that I'm super proud of myself is I listened, I put listen slash read because I listen to a lot of audiobooks. 19. I read one book last year and I listened to 18 books. Now that, I, that's one of my really, I'm really proud of that goal because I really just started to enjoy reading. I was, I'm the kind of person who has always loved reading and getting into books. So actually jumping back in and, you know, diving deep into something that I really love to do was really fun. So this year's goal, I'm trying to get into 30 books. So wish me luck. But yeah, 19 books. I put throw a 70s themed birthday party. Well, I put 70s themed party, but I actually did a 70s themed birthday party. So that was really fun. Everybody dressed up. Everybody came out. I really recommend hosting or going to a 70s themed birthday party. It was really a blast. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. I was really... That was a time. That was a time. And as you can see, as I'm listing some of these out, they're not really huge. And they're like, oh, I'm going to buy a house. Being able to have small accomplishments to me are, are as important as actually having the big ones as well. Because you can actually check something off your list and that can literally, you know, make you feel good. So I have a lot of little ones on here. A big one is I got a new job after working in hell. I'm not, not really, but my last job just really wasn't for me. So getting a new job and actually kind of, of trying to feel my way in this company. I've been there for about six months. So um, we'll see what life takes me after this. It's definitely something that I feel like is a stepping stone for me. And do I really see myself, you know, I'm still even trying to figure out, hey, is the healthcare admin feel for me? I don't really know yet. But again, you know, that's what your 20s is for just to figure out, hey, is this for me or is it not for me? Okay, so one of the things on here that I did not do and I've tried a million times and it's kind of embarrassing. So I tried to sell or donate my clothes a million and trillion times this year and it didn't work out. I guess, you know, Depop was really not my thing. I just, I just gave it up. I tried a million times, but ultimately I was like, these clothes have been in your closet. Although they are good, I had some good jeans. I'm like, okay. Just donate it, okay? Somebody else is gonna love this outfit. Someone else is gonna love this piece of clothing. And so I decided I just donated everything. Was it hard? 
yes, it was so I was like, I can make some money. But ultimately, I was tired of looking at the stuff in my closet. Ultimately, I was tired of looking at the big bags of clothes piled up in our storage closet. So it had to go. One of my biggest accomplishments, I would say, from this year is I actually started this podcast. Y'all don't know how hard it was actually for me to do this, for me to actually get out here, talk my opinions, actually start something and actually like it. And then I'm like, okay, I'm good at it, you know? And so um, I was very consistent up until the end of the year where I felt like mentally that I needed to take a break. But ultimately, starting a podcast, being consistent, posting, just literally learning not to have a fear of being perceived is one of the biggest things that I did this year. Like I was talking in front of people. I don't even care if two people listen to the episode. It's just the fact that I did it and I'm doing it now. So that was one of the, one of the really big things. And then like, just to touch on a few other ones, I went to the Brent Fires concert. I went to the SZA concert and I went to Don Tolliver. I put those in here and I did it in it just makes me happy that I actually got to do a few things. I haven't made my list of to-dos or what I want to do as of like concerts, things like that this year, but I am going to get into it and dive into it. But yeah, that was just kind of like a little reflection on the small things that I did this year, but let's get into some of the things that I planned for 2024 and then just some things that I want to like talk about regarding goal planning and things like that. Okay, so to jump, really jump into 2024, before you start your goal planning, before you figure out, okay, these goals no longer resonate with me and no longer things I want to really do or, you know, things have changed. So what you have to do is start off with a life audit. So this is my first year I did a life audit and it was very kind of like changing. I actually got to really see what, okay, this needs to be changed. This is what you're stuck on, things like that. So basically, a life audit is when you, I believe, have the six categories. You have your career, physical, self, mental, spiritual, relationships, anything that is important to you. You write those categories down. I believe I have six. And then under those categories, you're going to rate it. Okay, so let's say you rated your career a four. Okay, that's something that you need to go ahead and work on in the upcoming, upcoming year because you're unhappy. For relationships, I rated it a five. I rated a five because I'm good on my romantic relationship, but as on friendships, I'm unhappy and unsatisfied with friendships. So I put it a five because although I feel good in my romantic relationship, I do not feel good platonic in friendships that are with my gals or whoever. So I, I really want to work on that. After you score yourself, then you go ahead. I did kind of like a little um, chart. So I put the name in a box. And then I said, okay, so I put career in a box and then I put like the little legs, you know, kind of like little branches. And then I put two things that I want to change or two things I have a goal for in that category. So for my career, my I have one of my goals is for me to have a work-life balance. I feel like work-life balance, as y'all know, is very important to me. I just want to be able to turn it off. I'm at home. So why are we talking about work? Any order you do it in is fine. But yes, I rated it. Then I put, you know, two things that I want to work on are basically two things that I have as goals. And you don't have to just do two. You can do however many you want. And then um, after you do that, then you're going to go in, basically separate everything and say, okay, what is the problem in this category? For example, relationships. Why don't you have relationships that you want? So I might have put in my box that 
I am not surrounding myself with like-minded individuals. I'm not surrounding myself with people who like the hobbies and things that I like to do. I'm not in places where I can find people like me. So that's why I don't have the relationships that I would actually want. So you go through and you'll do that with each category. And once you have your life audit, it made me feel really good. It made me feel like, okay, I know why I'm not really exceeding on relationships, platonic relationships, but I might be doing really well physically. Like in the physical sector, I am more consistent. I at least work out three to four times a week. You know, I'm working on being plant-based. So there's a few things that, you know, I'm doing good at and a few things that I am working on. So that's why I kind of rated myself in the physical department a six because, okay, you need some improvement, but overall you've improved from previous years. Yeah, that's kind of like a, the gist of a live audit. I really watched a YouTube video and figured it out and it helped me kind of put into perspective the things that I want to keep and the things I want to change for the new year. Okay, so the next thing that we're gonna talk about is vision boards. I know that vision boards are not everyone's cup of tea. I know that, you know, it doesn't kind of really help some people like me. I did a digital one last year and I did not look at it once. I didn't look at it because it's not on purpose, but ultimately it didn't feel really real as of looking at it in the physical sense. So this year I did a vision board, um, a physical one. I did it more of a scrapbook looking style to it. So it's really cute. I can't stop staring at it. If I decide to do gratitude that morning or, you know, journaling, things like that, I have it right above my bed. So um, not above it, but by my bed. And I did it the way I, I found one on Pinterest. This is after I did my life audit. I went on Pinterest and I decided, okay, these are the pictures that resonate with me or this is the mood for the year. And then I got this printed at Walmart, super cheap. If y'all ever need to get some pictures printed, go to Walmart, it was really cheap. And then I got my board and everything and I put it together. But what I really wanna say with vision boards, I think it's important to make it make sense for you. I put Delulu goals on there and I also did realistic because ultimately just because it's kind of delusional does not mean it's not going to happen, but it's important, like I kind of said in the life audit to have small things on there, small goals. I filled it with a lot of quotes. Um, for example, I put that self-care is super important for me this year. Like saying no, like I'm putting myself first because I need to prioritize skincare. I need to prioritize prioritize hygiene, um, getting into new scents because I'm really getting into um, perfumes and things like that. I also, you know, bought and invested in a gel X kit so I can do my nails at home. Those are all things that are important to me this year because I want to level up not only mentally, but physically. And I want to be able to do it in an affordable way. Another thing that I put on my vision board, because I, I think it's important to kind of keep your vision board hidden. It doesn't have to be, um, or let me rephrase that. I feel like you can share your vision board, but I would only share my vision board with people that I trust because I just feel like it makes it more sacred that way. And I really will truly share my vision board probably at the end of the year when I can talk about, okay, these are the things that I did. These are the things that I did not accomplish. And these are the things that I'm probably going to put on here again, you know? And it's not to say that sharing your vision board is going to be bad or anything. It's just, it feels kind of good to move in silence sometimes because then when you do pop up with a goal that you completed, it feels better, you know? It's not like everybody's 
in your business in a way, like saying like, okay, I put on here, let's say I put on here, oh, I want to have this amount of followers. Telling everybody how many followers I want sometimes can cause unwanted pressure. But if I was to just to keep it to myself, once I complete that goal, boom, then I can share it. I mean, that was just an example because I kind of don't really care about if people know how many followers I want. But um, that was just a little example. But ultimately, when you create your vision board, it needs to be you, not about what other people want, not anything like that. What do you want? And when you look at it, you should be like, wow, I can just see it. Like when I made it, I literally, again, cannot stop looking at it. So with a vision board, it can be really easy. I put a lot of quotes on here. One of the quotes that I have is, it only has to make sense to you. You are the only person who it needs to make sense to. I don't care about, oh, if somebody looks at it, oh, that don't look attainable. Okay, that's not attainable for you. <laughs> that's attainable for me. I can do it if I want to do it. And that's why it's kind of like other people putting their own preconceived notions and stuff on you like oh that's too big of a goal it's too big of a goal for you I feel like but vision boards are meant to be delusional they're meant to be okay girl or do you really think you can do that I'm not talking to myself but I'm saying like ultimately when you look at it it's supposed to be what's your dream life and what are things that you can't accomplish like I said I put both delusional goals on there and I also put realistic ones and I don't like kind of saying delusional and realistic because anything is realistic but basically saying some of these things are really like okay they're out there and then some of those things like getting a new car that's gonna happen this year regardless because I need one and I deserve it so um I'm speaking that into existence. So that was just kind of like a little brief, you know, talk about vision boards. I feel like everyone's aware of them. Everyone knows about them. But ultimately, it's just what do you see yourself doing in 2023? How do you perceive yourself in 2023? For example, I'm an earthy girl. You know, that's something that I really relate to. Green's my favorite color. I love and I thrive in nature and the sun. Yes, I have, you know, there's different aesthetics, but I'm just saying like, that's something that I resonate with. So I put a lot of green. I put a lot of plants. I want to get into herbs. So I put herbs on there. You know, just little things like that. Like super small things that, okay, girl, you love tea. Let's have a tea collection. Let's really get into doing herbs, making your own teas. So yeah, that's just something, you know, that I think that really is going to help this year was the vision board actually seeing it in person. And who says I won't make one for my desktop computer? But I, I really think seeing it like this really is going to be more beneficial. So we all know that a lot can happen in a year, like the way time is flying, the way 2023 flew by, we know that. So I think that if we have to change our mindsets and say, okay, anything is honestly possible as long as I put in the work, because I just, I can't believe it's 2024. If I'm being honest, like what? It's 2024. It's January. I'm turning 25 this month. I'm... I just can't believe it's 2024. So when we think, oh, I can't do this, blah, 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 blah. Yes, you can. And I don't even, I just, I say, I don't like to try to sound like a motivational speaker, but I'm, this is me speaking from experience. Like a lot of things can happen in the year. Like some stuff that happened last January, I was like, and then totally different life compared to now, like totally different. So I just really think that anything, a lot can change in a year especially when you actually put forth effort in the things and the changes that you actually want to happen. So if you're sitting around saying, basically, if you're complaining about everything, but you're not putting any effort in work into changing, this is exactly where you're going to be next year. I'm going to be blunt. Like you have to actually put in the work. So I hate, hated my job. I made it happen because I'm not going to, even now, you know, do I actually want to do this? I don't know. But 
hey, if I decide, hey, this is too much for me, I'm going to figure out, or not too much, but hey, this is not my cup of tea. This is not what I want to do anymore. I'm going to learn to pivot. I'm going to shift because I, I no longer want to stay and do things that no longer serve me. So that's why I'm just like, wow, a lot can change in a year. And it's totally possible for you to be, for example, don't have no money in January, but by March, it's totally possible for you to have no money in January. And then boom, it's June and you living it up. You know what I'm saying? Because so many things can happen. You can get a new job. You start a new side hustle. You can do so many things that can change your situation in only, honestly, 90 days. And I've been looking at the thing called the 12-year rule, but I tell myself, relax. There's <laughs> so many, so many things that you can do. So I'm just trying to like not overwhelm myself, but <sighs> just putting in the work, it is definitely possible. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to talk about is planning. Planning is key, especially, I guess, for me. Um, It might not be everybody's thing, but planning for me is key because I am the number one procrastinator. Like... I will make any excuse in the book not to get it done. So actually one of the people who listen to my podcast, one of my friends, she recommended this planner. I think this planner is going to change my life. <laughs> I think this planner is going to change my life. Even this week, I got done everything that I said I was going to do. Like it literally gets detailed. So for example, it just really gets me where I need to go. Um, for example, it gives you four little slots. What are your week priority? And then finding myself being able to check off everything that I prioritized is amazing. I even did like a little mood board inside of it because it gives you some blank pages. And I did a little mood board for the year. And I think it's really cute because I really enjoy it. I think it's going to help me with my financial planning. I think it's just important to kind of write it down because when it's written down, I just feel like it makes it more real. Like if you said, okay, I'm going to record a podcast episode, I'm going to read my book and I'm going to work out it four times a week. Sing it written down. This planner even has check boxes. So um, I have my habits for the week and then you can check them off. Like it's so amazing. Like I'm super excited and I just truly feel like planning is key. I think planning is going to be a key to my success this year. I think that me planning and trying to stay consistent in planning and okay these are the three things that I'm going to focus on this week I think it's truly going to help me get to where I want to be so if you don't have a planner get you one it doesn't even have to be fancy but I find it if you have a, a planner that you really like to enjoy and you have a planner that actually has stickers and stuff it just makes it more fun especially for me because my little inner child's like girl you have stickers Setting myself up for success is going to help me get to my goal. So I know if I wanted to lose weight, that's my goal. And I'm not meal prepping and I'm just waiting every day. To, oh, let's see what I'm going to make. Let's see what I'm going to eat. You're not going to lose weight because you didn't meal prep. You didn't even set your, your you didn't even set yourself up for success. So planning is literally key. Said that like three times. But yeah. Lastly, you have to make room for fun. I feel like as adults and as we get older, we don't have like that perception of like, okay, it's okay to have fun. It's okay for me to go out with my friends. It's okay to honestly get drunk every once in a while. Like me personally, it's okay because who wants to live like, oh, when I'm 75, oh, when I was 25, I should have did this. No, I refuse to have regrets. And that's why this year, 2024, I'm living with no regrets. I don't want to be like, look back on my life and be like, girl, why didn't you do that? Why didn't I do that? Da, 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 you know, so have fun. Whatever fun means to you. Fun can mean going on to play tennis. Fun can mean learning how to skate. Fun can literally mean anything. But I'm just saying make time for it because, yes, your goals are important. 
you have priorities, but you're gonna get burnt out. You're gonna get burnt out if you don't find ways to have fun, find ways to kind of like balance your life. And that's what I'm working on because woo, my brain like, oh, I wanna do podcasts, content, YouTube, everything, but it's kind of like, girl, reel it in because it's possible, but we have to leave time for fun. So with that being said, let's go ahead and jump into Dear Diary, I believe 2024 is my year. I know we say that every year. I know I say, hey, this is my year, but no. 2024, I feel like it's the year for me to actually express myself. This is the year to let go of the fear of being seen. This is the year for me to let go of the perception of others in comparison. Let go of the lack mindset. Let go of so many things. That's my word for the year. I forgot to mention that, let go. Because I'm letting go of all these things that cause unwanted pressure on myself. So um, this is just my year. I, I feel like us as people, we are hardest critics and we're like, hey, you didn't do that last year, so what makes you think you're gonna do it this year? Um, because it's a new year. It's a new year and ultimately, yes, depending on how you believe or what you believe, the new year is in spring, but this is a great time to plan. For me personally, I know myself that Q1, January through March, I'm hitting it hard. Like I'm really very motivated. I don't know if it's the new year. I don't know if it's because it's after my birthday, but that's the time where I get a lot of my things done. And I know the last two quarters, I know from October to December, I don't really want to do nothing. I don't really want to have the, that's not the time for me to be like, let's put the fire behind my ass type stuff no so I've learned that about myself and I truly feel like once you know yourself once you learn um it'll really just get better so I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in and I'm so happy to be back I, I really can't even describe the excitement because I really missed it but it was best for me to take a break but I'm back and like always share 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 because the more, we pull, the more we actually push out my podcast, the more people can see it and our community can grow. So when you're watching the episode, share it, like it. It is really important to rate so you know it can be pushed out more. But I'm just happy that I have you guys here that are already listening. And I really, truly, truly, truly appreciate all the support. So thank you guys for tuning into the episode. And I will see y'all next week. Bye.